This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Jason Laidler here with the world-famous Ted Wallachian. Good morning, Ted. How are you today? Hi, well, Jason. How are you? And i got to tell you something. I'm really proud of myself. This is week four now that I've been uh, avoided probate. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank uh, you very you're, much. So you're, learning, you're paying attention. It's easier than quitting smoking, by the way. I wouldn't know. I will. I'm just telling you. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Just for those people who are listening, it's easier than quitting smoking, and it's free. Yes. Well, it is. Well, uh, it is. It the is. The service is free. We should point that out. People are asking me, okay, so what is this guy going to take? Uh, what I does know. he take? Like 30% what's, of my profit? What's the catch? Said, no, 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 no. I know. I get that question all the time. I know. Uh, by, by the way, Ted, um, yeah. you know, that, that opening little uh, ditty, that, that's me on the electronic bagpipes um, before you join the show. Uh, playing that voice. classic tune, playing that, Brown-Haired Maiden. That's exactly what it is. So it's just, I mean, do you think it's time to maybe change that up a little bit, or should we, or is it, is it sticking? Is it... Uh... Oh, it's sticking, <laughs> all right. Because <laughs> I could just bring the, the little ones back in again and, and play whatever you request. Why don't you put a sampler together, and then then I will, and we can get Kelly in on it, and Kelly can give us her opinion on it. You're willing to do that, right, Kelly? Give us your opinion on bagpipe music. Of course. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, just just a thought. Put put together a sampler. Let's, as they say, leave it with my people. Yeah, just a thought. Uh, I'll I'll do that. Okay. Thoughts are good. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we. get into the, the gory details of avoiding probate and all that stuff, which is what we're here for, of course, every Sunday morning, and I'm glad uh, the listeners are here to join us. Um, something special is happening with, with me and my family this week, and that is on Tuesday, it will be my uh, eldest of two daughters' 19th birthday. And I think that's a it's kind of like a big one, isn't it, Ted? That would be a big one. That would be... Um Legal age of majority, as they call it. She can drink them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should tell her that, eh? <laughs> she yeah, can, she, she can probably doesn't. <laughs> probably just probably isn't aware of that. I, I think what you mean is she can buy it legally now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes, what I'm saying. It, no, it is a big one for sure. It is. I, I, I think I think you have to be 19 to buy cigarettes as well. I'm not sure. About I don't that. know. I don't don't know about. So that. I, I mean, I think it's, it's interesting. You only have to be 18 to work in a bar, though. You can serve alcohol at 18. Yeah. But you can't consume it unless you're 19. I was a busboy a million years ago at the uh, world-famous Briars Resort, and uh, I wasn't even allowed to pick up the empty glasses that had booze in them, which I thought was so ridiculous. Well, it's a go-to liquor store now, and if you're with, uh, like, right now, if you went in with your daughter, 
and asked her to carry that <laughs> bottle yes, of wine, they, they could take it from her. You get in trouble. They could confiscate it from her. And yeah. yet you can serve it when you're 18. Somebody explain that to me. Well, I, I think explain it's... Explain it. I, I want explanations. I, I think it's the last of the big birthdays because there's nothing else like you, well, you have to 21 wait. 21 is. Why? What happens at 21? And she can drink in the States. Oh, in the States. Right, of course. Drink legally in the States. And gamble in the States. And then 25, which okay, is a big well. deal when it comes for car insurance. Oh, well, that'd be well, nice well, because... Want me to keep going? No, for, I can milestones. I can talk about. I'm, I've got two of them past both those dates. Yeah, well, because she is her the age she's at. I know all about car insurance, so that's um, yeah something else. But uh, okay, we. I always say this. We've that's got worse a, than probate, isn't it? Yeah, well, it could be. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what you get. With uh, all due respect to our friends in the industry, you know what you get uh, for your daughter when she turns nineteen years of age. You get an apartment. <laughs> in Toronto? Just kidding. Exactly Just kidding, Mom. How much, exactly how much money are you making? Just kidding, Mom. Mom would be sad. Yeah. Her mom, not mine. I have a birthday coming up next week in the family. It's my granddaughter's second birthday. Oh, that's nice. So whatever, like, I don't know what you're buying your daughter for her 19th. If she doesn't like it, yeah, bring it to me. Okay. Give it to me next week. And I'll, I'll give it I'll, to my granddaughter. I'll re- re-gift it. Sounds like a Of course, like a, a two-year-old and a 19-year-old's gift is probably different. A little bit, I would think. Unless it's cash. <laughs> then yeah. there ain't no difference. You know that we have... Um, no, I don't. A whole bunch of our listeners are snowbirds, right? Yes. Or Have you ever been a snowbird? I've gone away in the winter. I mean, have I... Like, do you make it def- out? Define what is a snowbird. Like, how long... Regularly. Do have, well, reg- how long do you have to be away? Like, a week, two, a month? I don't know. There's somebody who regularly leaves in the wintertime and goes somewhere warmer. Well, that's a lot of people. I mean, that's just a vacation. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. So if you are a snowbird or if you have assets in the U.S. or if you're a U.S. citizen or all of the above, today is your lucky day because we have a very special guest joining us after this first break. And I thought I I was the only probate nerd around. Turns out it's not true. Uh, Everything you ever wanted to know or didn't want to know about U.S probate and how it affects Ontario residents coming up. So top up your tea or your coffee. Please stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. This is the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Walsh, and he is Jason Laidler. He is Mr. Avoid Probate, by the way. And it is a pleasure for me to introduce to you our special guest this morning. He is with Ingenuity Council out in the western edge of the province. He is Michael Kennedy. Michael, good morning. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. How are you? I'm great. Great. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for being here. You're out in Tecumseh? Yes, Tecumseh, yes, just right outside of Windsor. 
All right. So let's let's talk about what what it is that you do, and what is Ingenuity Council, first of all. Oh, yeah, good question, Ted. Yeah, Ingenuity Council is is just the name of my law firm. You know, I wanted to be a little creative. I thought lawyers are a little too stodgy with their names, so <laughs> just want a little trademark for myself. <laughs> so tell us, uh, what are you doing at uh, Ingenuity Council? Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I'd say I specialize in cross border, you know, uh, tax and legal situations for Canadians. Um, you know, I'm a so I'm a lawyer. I'm admitted to practice law in the states of California, Michigan, and Florida. And uh, here in Ontario, I'm authorized by the Law Society of Ontario to provide legal advice in Ontario with respect to U.S. laws. Um, so that's what I do. Um, been doing that the last ten years, focusing on cross-border U.S. legal issues. Um, I've been practicing law for twenty years now. Started my practice uh, out in California. Um, and uh, so what I focus on mostly is the state planning and the state administration uh, for Canadians with U.S. assets. You know, when one of the biggest goals in the planning process is how to avoid probate. Yeah, well, you came to the right place uh, for this uh, conversation today. I just want to make sure I understand. So you're, you're an American citizen who became a lawyer in the U.S. and then just decided, hey, I want to l- learn about ca- uh, Canadian law in Ontario? As well? Well, no, uh, sort of. I'm actually, you know, uh, I'm a Canadian. You know, I was born and raised in Windsor, Ontario. Oh, I see. Um, I went to law school in, in Massachusetts um, and and started practicing law, like I said, in California. I worked in Michigan. I've also worked in uh, Florida. And, um, no, 10 years ago, I relocated back to Canada and decided that, you know, uh, frankly, I didn't want to commute to, say, Detroit. I, I wanted to stay in Windsor. I wanted to work for myself. And, Thought I'd focus on you know cross border issues for Canadians. Somehow it came up, and that was way before the pandemic hit. You had no that idea was, how that was going to complicate your life, did you? That was way before the pandemic. But you want know, to say this, Ted? My actually, I think I was destined, you know, almost for this pandemic. We're ready for it, right? You know, I've been working in the cloud and you know for ten years, and uh, almost all my clients are remote, coast to coast in Canada. You know, um, so I've been I've been gearing for this for ten years. <laughs> Okay, so obviously uh, a lot of our listening listening audience, our listeners are, are very intelligent listeners, are snowbirds. And yeah. even if you're not a snowbird, uh, you might still have uh, property in the U.S., right? Yeah. Um, what are some of the big issues that uh, these individuals need to be thinking about with regard to probate? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the big issues are, I mean, with probate, you know, is, is first of all, I think they need knowing, you know, what probate is in the U.S. Um, and what it's going to entail, um, and you know, and, and certain ways to avoid it, you know, if, if that's necessary. Um, you know, they. Uh, I think they should know that the pro- the process is similar to that in Ontario. You know, um, I mean, I don't I don't do probates in Ontario, but I work with enough lawyers on joint matters where I've understood it's a similar process. Mm-hmm. You have to present the will, original will, to probate court mm-hmm. to get letters of authority to be able to act on behalf of the estate um, with respect to real estate in the U.S. or U.S.-based bank accounts um, to be able to deal with those assets. Um, and, and in terms of uh, the cost structure in Florida, for example, um, you know, in Ontario, we talk about the fact that it's uh, 1.5% of the total value of the uh, estate in Ontario, which happens to be the highest in the country. Does that, does that include 
uh, assets in the U.S.? I guess it does. Well, uh, no, that, that I do know that that would not include assets in the U.S. because U.S.-based assets, uh, well, as you said, this, you know, uh, Ontario courts don't have jurisdiction over U.S.-based assets. Um, so those have to be handled by the U.S. probate courts. And, and there it's done, whatever, wherever the asset's located is, is you go to that county's probate court to commence the proceedings. Um, and then, and, and you said Florida, for, so Florida, for example, there's like most states, there's no, there's no probate tax like there is in Ontario. Um, so for probate purposes, the only, the only real cost involved is going to be professional fees, legal and accounting fees. Which you have would have here in Ontario, anyways. In addition, right? You're yeah, in hiring addition. a lawyer to represent you in probate or the counsel to handle the accounting part of it. Um, so, other than a court filing fee, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars, depending on the the county and the state. You know, there's no similar one point, you know, five percent Ontario state tax. We're speaking with Michael Kennedy. He is with the Ingenuity Council. They are uh, lawyers in the western part of this uh, province. Uh, is it more or, or less difficult to avoid probate situation in some of those states in which you practice? To, to, uh, did you say to avoid probate? No, is, is it more or less difficult yeah, to avoid it, or, or are the costs more, uh, more significant than they are here in Ontario? No, to, I mean, to avoid probate, it, it, it really depends on the asset. Um, you know, uh, you know, if we're talking about real estate or, or financial accounts, the, the the one issue I like to say is that it, it, if it's not in the deceased person's name, the asset, that that's the best way to avoid probate. Um, you know, so like in, in, in you know insurance policies or insurance products will have designated beneficiaries. That's the best <clears throat> and easiest way to avoid probate because it passes automatically outside right. of probate. Um, you know, and and typically in the U.S., how we how we avoid probate is the use of what's called a revocable trust. Um, it's the easiest probate avoidance tool in the U.S. The and it's and it's not expensive. Um, the problem with that is it doesn't work for Canadians. Um, it's just and that's because of the way Canada taxes trust versus the U.S. Um, so it's not really an option for Canadians, except those Canadians that are 65 and older. And there's a special type of trust they can use that avoids those. You know, unwanted tax consequences, and that's something you can help those particular listeners with of the Avoid Probate Show. That, can, that, that is something I can help. You with. can Absolutely. set up that trust. Happy to discuss with them and, and help them through it. Are you seeing um, more people than you normally would uh, purchasing Canadians purchasing property in the states as a result of the, the downturn in the economy? Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I don't know if it's because of the downturn, but I mean, I'll tell you, you're right that that there are. I'm seeing more and more Canadians purchasing U.S. property. You know, I, I think it's always been that way, but it's definitely gone up in the last year or so. You know, and people would think with the pandemic and the border closure that it would be the opposite. But yeah, and I'm seeing actually more people buying property. Okay, not to get too political on this, do you think that the uh, the failure of, uh, of Donald Trump to be reelected had anything to do with it? Yeah, you think honestly, people are I, I less, less, hes- less hesitant about moving to the States now that Trump's not there? You know, I... I don't think so, honestly, Ted. I, th- I think it's, uh, you know, I think if, if you're going to buy vacation property, you know, whether you agree or disagree with the, any administration, it's you're just going there to enjoy the sun, to be honest, typically, right? So, Well, yeah, but but you never know how, what's going to end up in the long run, uh, how any particular administration decides to, which way they decide to turn. 
you don't, and it changes like every four years. Yeah, so exactly. It, it's hard to predict it. I always have it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. So getting getting back to um, dealing with the probate, and I'll just keep keep using Florida as an example because I just know so many people who are snowboards to to that state. Um, and if I've got the condo in Florida, and uh, I deal with the probate in Florida, or, or I should say my my heirs or my kids, once I'm gone, have to deal with the probate in Florida. It's not like no, we're not getting the Canadian's not getting double probated, right? Because they're separate matters. So if it costs X number of dollars in Florida, I'm not paying that again in Ontario. Correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. I mean, you're you're just you know you know again here in Ontario, you're just probating whatever, you know, Ontario assets that have to be probated. Any U.S.-based assets are done totally separately through, like Florida, for example, that's where they're based, you know. Um, and typically what you do is if you have, you know, people typically have property, you know, like in real estate, right, a vacation home, cottage, and, and then they'll have bank accounts probably, you know, in the U.S., and, and you start the probate proceeding in the, in the county where the property is located. But it's only that property as well. So, you know, um, you can't probate U.S. assets in Ontario, and you can't probate assets, Canadian assets, you know, in Florida. So you're not that you're not. There's no double probate. Probate the assets can only be probated once through one court. But like like Ontario, I'm I'm guessing whilst the probate process takes place in Florida, those assets are frozen, like the bank account, for example. It'd be hard to access those funds. In, while, while the, is that correct? Correct. Yes. You're not. Yes. I mean, you know, once the the, the account owner passes away, yeah. yeah, you can't access the fines until you have letters of authority from probate court. Um, so, yeah, so essentially everything's frozen, uh, you know, until, until you get those probate letters from the court. Which could, um, which could take roughly how long? Any idea? You know, it, it, honestly, I hate to say it, but it depends on the county, sure. you know, but, um, you know, it's certainly probably not going to be any sooner than a couple months, and it could be several months, you know, before you get those. All right, well, interesting stuff. There's more to talk about here for sure. We're just uh, getting started here with our guest, Michael Kennedy of uh, Ingenuity Council. Um, Stay where you are. Please, we'll be right back after this quick break. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Our story begins when Marilyn paid a visit to her mom's bank. She noticed something odd. She had 100% of her money tied up in GICs, making 1%. It wasn't enough to sustain her. She was dipping into her capital big time. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs as she ages. She had acquired power of attorney. No, you can't do anything with her accounts. They're in her name. And that was that. I was overwhelmed by everything. I didn't know what to do. That's when Jason from avoidprobate.ca stepped in. There was a sense of urgency because Marilyn's mother is no spring chicken. This process takes time, and I didn't know how much time we had. He walked me through what I should do when I went to the bank, what I should say to them. Not only that, Jason went with Marilyn to the bank. They weren't happy that I was sitting across the table from them in the office, and they knew that we were trying to move this money. But I knew that we had a right to do that, and that it was the right thing to do. Persistence paid off, and we got the transfer done in time. So many seniors have these GICs at the bank. They will be probated. They will be frozen. They're paying next to nothing, and they're locked in with maturity dates. It drives me crazy. I don't understand why anybody buys these things. There are much better options out there, and sometimes we can do this transfer at no cost. 
to the account holder. Should you get in touch with avoidprobate.ca? Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca because, by definition, you can't put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at the bank. You can put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at an insurance company. The rules are different. I felt that the banks thought I was a thief, but Jason made me feel so much better. I know we've done the right thing. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Have the conversation with your parents and avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. This is the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Wallace, and he is Jason Laidler. By the way, as usual, the information we provide in this program is for general consumption only, not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation, of course, is different. And if you've got a legal or investment question, please speak with a licensed expert. And, of course, contact us at info. When I say us, I mean Jason, because I'm not giving you any information. Uh, Jason's got it for you at info at avoidprobate.ca. That's info at avoidprobate.ca. Or call during the week one 844 667 7628 Jason. Yeah, welcome back, uh, Michael, to the Avoid Probate Show. Um, we, you and I have talked prior to, to this uh, recording and uh, where we were explaining in, in Ontario the solution that avoidprobate.ca is providing to those people who have uh, non-registered investment accounts at the bank which will be probated by definition, uh, the, the remarkably simple solution that nobody else seems to be talking about, and I'm okay with that, is a, is a no-cost transfer of those investments over to an insurance company in Canada so where, where there's plenty of large, very uh, strong and, and sturdy, successful, long-time insurance companies to choose from where the rules are different and we can put a beneficiary on that money, and that's how we avoid the probate nightmare in Ontario. Is that, is that a strategy that could be applied to for snowbirds with assets in the U.S., non-registered money? Yeah, absolutely, Jason. That's, that's a great technique um, because, the, like I said, the best way to avoid probate in the U.S. is to just not have you know, the accounts either not registered in your name or have beneficiaries designated on the products themselves. Um, so, yeah, if you can transfer those, those non-registered accounts you know, to an insurance company where you can designate beneficiaries... Mm-hmm. Now you just saved a lot of ha- probate hassle with that asset. Right, because uh, unfortunately the bank's solution in Ontario to, to the problem is to recommend joint uh, ownership on the account. And you're a lawyer. I don't have to tell you about the potential pitfalls, right, of, of joint ownership. You do, you do not, Jason. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I, I, I counsel all my clients or anybody I talk to about avoiding, avoiding joint ownership of assets in general. You know, um, I hear it all the time. Oh, I want to, I want to put my 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 child on on my bank account or my title to my deed. You know, and all you're doing is is inviting problems. You know, li- you know liability issues. You know, um, too many too many problems to yep. to warrant. Yep. You know, adding them to to the account or to title. So yeah, designating a beneficiary mm-hmm. much better. That means they don't get any ownership or access. Until the owner is deceased. Yeah, I always say let's let's keep uh, Granny's money uh, solely in Granny's name to avoid potential taxation uh, issues or challenges, uh, ownership issues and challenges, 
uh, avoid the exposure that joint ownership you know could invite and all those reasons that you touched on so but um, I keep saying it's the best kept secret in the country because the bank's not going to tell you to move your money mm-hmm. not at all not at all they're going to keep that <laughs> they want to make it hard for you to move it too and Yes. You know, and, Tell me about and, it. And I do see it all the time with U.S. banks. U.S. banks are very difficult to deal with. If you think Canadian banks are difficult, then you, you've not seen anything. You're kidding. Really? Yeah, very bureaucratic, very risk-averse. It's all, you know, got to run it up the chain, got to send it to legal. Well, maybe this uh, has something to do with the fact that they almost collapsed. Well, they did. They collapsed the economy. The banking industry was part of that. It's just the way I think the U.S. banks are. I mean, they really make it hard. They, they made it so easy before yeah. with, with the subprime mortgages, borrow, and that's, yeah. that's yeah. why the economy went belly. True, on the borrowing end, yeah. Yeah, yeah but once, it, once a bank has your money, man, they don't want to let it go. Well, certainly <laughs> certainly, we know there's, um, it's, there's a lot of difference in, in the, re- the way it's regulated. I mean, how many, how many U.S. banks are there, like 200 or something ridiculous, or maybe more? No, probably well, more. Then you have, you have state banks, you yeah. have... So many different credit unions. There's so many financial institutions throughout the U.S. Yeah, so it must be just a disaster. I thought I thought it was tough uh, transferring clients' money here in Ontario because you know the banks like to sit on those transfer documents that I send to them. I sent I just just mon- this Monday past I sent uh, the same transfer document for the third time, and I won't get into the details there, but people don't realize how how hard it can be to transfer these funds. But it's it's worth the fight to get this money over to the insurance company and get a beneficiary on it. So um, what about the tax, capital gains, tax issues? What else do the snowbirds in Ontario need to be worried about or, or calling you for help with? The tax issue is, is, is an important one, Jason. There, it's, uh, The two countries have very different tax systems on death. You know, in Canada, we know just you know, personal experience, it's, it's on death, it's, everything's a deemed disposition. Right. If you sold everything, you're paying capital gains. Right. You know, on, on your assets. And, that, and that's the tax. That's on your final tax return. That's it. Well, in the U.S., it's, it's a much different regime, and it's, and it's a, essentially a gross tax. It's, you know, we'll just say roughly 40% of your gross estate. Um, you know, essentially everything in your name, let's say, every, you know, every asset. You know, and, and of course, in the U.S., it's only tax on your, the U.S. assets. Um, and, and we do get some, you know, we do get some credit, you know, on it through a tax treaty, but but um, no, the estate tax in the U.S. is much different and much costlier. Um, you know, I think the one thing that that you know, snowbirds or any Canadians that have property in the U.S., whether it's real estate or financial accounts or non-registered accounts, you know, or even registered accounts in the U.S., you know, is is that um, if the value of those assets are above sixty thousand dollars. Yes, that low, $60,000. That estate is subject to the U.S. estate tax. And you have to then file an estate tax return with the IRS and, and get a tax clearance certificate back from them. Um, and that actually is, is, is a long process. That's like right now about a year, maybe to 15 months, um, to get that back from the IRS. And essentially the entire time the estate's frozen. So, so if you do have these accounts that are outside of probate, pass automatically, you know, through designated beneficiaries, then you can get around that, you know, having those funds frozen. So essentially, I mean, there is a, quote, death tax in, in the it, States, right? That's what you're talking there about? There is. Outside of, completely separate from probate, though. 
you know, and yeah. it's its own because you can avoid probate and still be subject to the U.S. estate tax. Yeah, okay, because I've often yeah. said that in Ontario or in Canada, we don't have, quote, a death tax, but, right. but people, they, they, they think of probate as a death tax, even though, you know, that's not the correct term for it, of course, but, but the correct. state the yes. states actually has a death tax in addition to probate. Yes, exactly, you're right, yes, yes, the U.S. has probate, and it also has a death tax, absolutely, yes, yep. Okay, well... I'm sure uh, lots of our listeners are going to be interested in in speaking with you and uh, your, your services that you can provide to help them with their U.S. assets. Tell us, tell tell the listeners how they can uh, best reach you. You know, my website, IngenuityCouncil.com. My email address, they can reach out, just like yours, info at IngenuityCouncil.com. And our, you know, main phone number, you know, is, is a great way as well, which is 519-252-3888. Um, you know, uh, you know, Jason, I also want to kind of throw out there about probate, you know, that, that there's also probate if, if, you know, before someone dies, if they lose capacity, they they can't handle their own assets anymore, that their Ontario or, you know, any provincial, you know, power of attorney document, it won't be accepted by the U.S. financial institution or buyers of U.S. property, um, and to avoid that problem of having to go to probate court to be appointed conservator, you know, I recommend that they get a, you know, a U.S. power of attorney document in advance. So one that's specific, I guess, to the state that the assets the, are in? Yes, correct, to the state, yeah, where they have the property located, correct. So Florida, for example, just to use that example again, has its own power of attorney document. Yes, they have their own, yep, their own power of attorney law and get it, you know, and and they want to have that power of attorney drafted under that law. And right? is it is it like Ontario, where they're they're separate for uh, property and separate for uh, personal care? Yes, it is. Yes, they have. Yeah, the states, all the states have that one for uh, you know uh, property, you know, for all their assets, all their assets, and then for their health care, essentially. Yeah. And this this is something our listeners can call you for help with. Absolutely, yes, they can call me for help. Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Well. Um, we could go on and on. There's lots to talk about, of course, but we're getting short on time, I'm afraid. But I want to thank you, uh, Michael, for being on the show with us today. I would invite you to come back. I'm sure that uh, we're gonna, you're going to get some emails and calls, and so are we, and uh, maybe we can address some, some of the other issues that are you know, pertinent to our Snowbird listeners, our Snowbird friends. Uh, I'd love to come back and, and talk. I can talk about this for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mentioned in the uh, opening segment that uh, I, I'm no longer the only uh, probate nerd that I'm aware of. So, Yeah, but you're our favorite, Jason. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm in good company, I think. That's for sure. Michael, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ted. Thank uh, okay. you very much, Jason. Michael Kennedy from the Ingenuity Council. And this is the Avoid Probate Show. Welcome to it. Thanks for being here. Stick around. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Okay, let's head down to 190 Baldwin, the home of Kensington Markets iconic Tom's Place, and, of course, the home of the iconic Tom Mahalik. Hello, Tom. How are you? Um, I'm doing very well, Ted. Now that we're open, customers are coming in, and they can plan 
their weddings. They're no longer concerned that uh, they cannot do their wedding. So they're coming into our store with confidence. And, Ted, I've, I've been spending so much time on the radio. So they already know that Tom stands for Take Off More. That is my real name, Take Off More. And, and when customers come in, they say, Tom, we hear you on the radio. Uh, you always say, mention that you heard me on the radio, and we'll take off more, and yes, we will. Nobody has a selection of suits, shirts, ties that Tom's Place has. Most of the time, we can fit most customers right off the rack. I'm proud to say that we probably have the biggest selection of suits anywhere in North America. Ted, you and I have been doing this shtick for 25 years. That's right. And it's not really a shtick because we love each other. We have, we have a friendship that goes back long, long time, and it's always a pleasure to be on the air with you, Ted. Thank you very much for your support. My pleasure. 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market. That is where you will find Tom's place. We'll suit you. Hello, that was my phone. Did you hear that? You probably did hear that. That's okay. On, on Zoom Radio AM 740. By the way, you can contact uh, Jason during the course of the week. Toll free, 1-844-667-7628 or info at avoidprobate.ca and Jason will be more than happy to share with you his expertise. Speaking of sharing, it is uh, time for the mailbag. A uh, very popular segment on the show. I just can't. I'm shocked every week at uh, the requests that we get for uh, shocked, more mailbag, and we will certainly um, in- endeavor to respond to every one of them and share some of them with our listeners anonymously, of course, like I'm going to do right now. So there is a lot of additional information on the website, avoidprobate.ca, including a free probate calculator tool. So if you want to play around with the numbers and get an idea of what uh, your probate bill might look like, go to the website and it'll give you a very accurate estimate of what your probate bill might look like today based on the numbers that you plug in, of course. And that's a free tool. So we've got a mailbag item all the way from Calgary, Alberta. I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't think our uh, radio waves went all the way to Calgary. It's called the internet. Oh, yes. So... Anyway, that was a nice surprise. Um, so you're not just famous in Ontario, Ted. Um, yeah. Just so you know. So I'll say I'll say her name is Jane. And Jane wrote in to say that she listens to the show on the internet, uh, <laughs> to your point, and she, she needs some help to avoid probate since her husband passed uh, last year. I'm going to uh, paraphrase the letter that she wrote um, just to give you a bit more info, it says, I'm, I'm, I'm Jane. I listened to Zuma Radio, got your email from there. I'm living in Calgary by myself since my husband passed away last year. I'm here by myself. My, the rest of my family is living in Asia. Uh, I've got a house under my name and some investments, but I'm still not sure uh, who I want to leave my assets to when I pass away. Um, please, please give me some information. What should I do? Also, um, I've got a niece in Asia. And I'm not sure if, if she's an appropriate person because she's out of the country and, and her English isn't very good. That's me paraphrasing um, Jane's letter. So thank you, uh, Jane, for writing in. Um, probate in Alberta is different than Ontario. Probate is a provincial process. I'm not an expert on the uh, rules in Alberta, not yet. I would be interested in learning more about it. Uh, I know something about it, and I know it's not as, as expensive 
as Ontario, but that uh, that goes without saying. Um, it's still something you want to avoid, of course, if possible, because, you know, who wants uh, to deal with frozen bank accounts and all that stuff? Especially, imagine, if you're dealing with it from outside the country. Like, it's it's just hard enough. To, I'm just shaking my head right yeah, now. Yeah, like, even we run across... Uh, in, intra-provincial situations where mom lives in BC and, and the daughter's in Ontario yeah. or vice versa, that's got to be challenging enough, but I just can't imagine you know, on the other side of the planet where you don't speak the language. So we can help her. Uh, we, I've talked to her on the phone since um, getting her email and uh, we're putting a plan together and if uh, I, might, I might be taking a road trip to, uh, you want to go to Calgary, Ted? It's a beautiful city. Yes. I've been there uh, once or twice. I've just dro- driven through it on my way to Banff. Yeah, I've been there. A lovely place. Well, flew into Calgary and then drove to Banff. Okay, another listener, um, we'll call her Jane too, uh, as in T-O-O, or, or T-W-O, whatever you prefer. Uh, she's in the process of simplifying what was a complicated investment situation with several different accounts spread over several different financial institutions for her parents. So good for her. I think that's a very wise move on her part. We've talked about this before. I mean, how many accounts do you need when you're 85 or older? Those are the golden years when you should be enjoying a life's work and living off your savings, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, not not day trading stocks and worrying about market volatility. I, I mentioned months ago my 90-something-year-old Scottish grandmother was still saving money, and I, I, I said, why? What are you doing? And she just said, oh, you know, you never know. You know, you know how long you're going to be here and what you might need it for a rainy day. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Well, I just shook my head, and uh, that's, 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 nice. that's good, Granny. Um, anyway, why does it matter? Uh, I mentioned 85. That's a special number. Uh, and lucky for Jane, too, because when you're under 85, getting back to the probate solution here that we make available for you on the Avoid Probate Show, when we do the transfer... From the bank over to the insurance company and name a beneficiary. If you're under the age of 85, we can also add that 100% death benefit to the account. And that is very important for a lot of people because it takes the worry out of um, how the investments are going to perform. Obviously, we're all hoping that the investments perform well and you, you make interest and that's the goal for sure. But sometimes the markets take a step back before they take a couple steps forward. Uh, the 100% death benefit guarantees that your beneficiary will receive at least 100% of your investment. And, Excellent. Yeah, and, and I say at least because it could be more um, because there are reset options that let you lock in gains. And again, that uh, you don't have to worry about what's happening in the markets. You can sleep better at night. So um, when there's a g- good quarter or good performance – uh, throughout the year, and uh, you've had some gains, you can lock those gains in, and that becomes the new floor. And that's the minimum amount that your heirs, or, or I should say beneficiaries, are going to receive. So Jane 2, the TWO, tells me that the non-registered is all uh, joint between her two parents, which are both still alive. Like I said, one's over 85, one's under 85. So I asked her, I said, well, does it have to be joint? I know it's joint now, and it's probably been joint for decades, and she said, what do you mean? What do you mean does it have to be joint? And I said, well, if we use the younger parent, the one who's under 85, we can use the 100% death benefit guarantee. Is it really going to matter um, if the money you know, is in that parent's name only after 60, <laughs> 60 years or so of marriage? Is mom going to say, no, uh, I won't pay for 
<laughs> the construction of the ramp that dad needs for his wheelchair, mm. right? I mean, the money can be all in mom's name with dad named as the beneficiary and, and the kids named as alternate beneficiaries in case dad passes first. So I just threw it out there. Um, it, was, it was an interesting twist uh, for, for Jane to consider about not keeping the money joint mm-hmm. bet- between her two parents. But really, uh, I don't think it matters much when you're, when you're at that stage. It certainly doesn't matter. Like, there's income splitting. Uh, there's spousal rollover provisions. Like, uh, you, you have to assume that it's still going to be treated like it was joint, even if it's technically not. Right. But I, th- I think that that 100% death benefit guarantee option it makes it worthwhile. Okay, well, that's going to um, be the wrap-up uh, for another mailbag session, uh, only because only we're getting tight on time. There's uh, Again, please keep your, your letters, uh, emails, and uh, questions, phone calls coming in, and uh, we'll, share them. we'll share them with you. We'll help you out, and we'll share them with the listeners. Uh, having said that, we're going to go to our last break. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You are listening to the Avoid Probate Show on Zoomer Radio. I am 740. I'm Ted Wallace, and he is the chief of this program. He is the president and founder of Avoid Probate, Jason Laidler. You can get a hold of Jason during the week either via a toll-free call, 1-844-667-7628. That's 1-844-667-7628. Info at avoidprobate.ca. That's info at avoidprobate.ca. And uh, we'll get back to you as soon as uh, humanly possible. And we may even feature your your email or your question on an, on a future program. So please do contact us. More than happy to help out. A lot of people have been helped out. We should point that out. That's I'm going to point this out because I'm not patting myself on the back because it's it, it, as much as I'm a part of this program, it really is your show because it's your company. I'm just here to, to well, I water the plants. That's the first thing I do. Yeah, well, to, to your point, though, I'm glad you mentioned it. I, I carry a notebook around with, with me all the time because I get calls all the time and, and emails all the time, and I have to take notes uh, for legal reasons, for one thing. Uh, it's a requirement for um, my license. And... Um, because it's a, it's, a, it's a smart idea so that when I'm referring to people in past conversations or whatever, I kind of know what we're talking about. But what I'm trying to say is I'm already through a whole notepad already from all the uh, right. activity that we've had uh, generated from the show. And that's that's amazing. I can't believe I actually have to go buy another notepad uh, so soon. I hope you're writing that off. That's a good idea. Yeah, of course, I'll be writing that off. But I want to I wanna thank the guest today. Um, Michael Kennedy was amazing from Ingenuity Council, uh, full of really good information for... 
not just the snowbirds, but um, anybody who's got connections to the U.S. Uh, I'm I'm not a snowbird. I, I'm maybe one day, um, but you know the border's closed anyway, right? Well, and it's interesting because I, I have a couple of friends who own property in Florida, and neither of them uh, have been there in I don't know ten months or a long whatever time. It's been. Yeah, it's been a long, long period of time for sure. And, and we we talked about this whole concept of going back, and one of my friends has a place in Florida. Well, both, both of them have in, in Florida. There's different locations in Florida. And one of them is, is vehement. He's like, I'm in no rush to go back to Florida specifically. <laughs> well, because Florida is one of the hot states right now. Florida, um, Miss, I believe Mississippi, Missouri, Texas, maybe California. There are a number of places. Uh, I'm itching to cross the border, honestly, to, to head into Buffalo. I know that, that may sound like I'm being sarcastic, and I'm not, because uh, I think Buffalo is a great city. And there's a lot of great restaurants there. It's a lot of fun there. If you go to a baseball game there. That's great. Football games, you're insane, but I, but a lot of fun. I hear the wings are good in Buffalo. Uh, the wings are good in Buffalo. So is the beef on a weck. You but, know what that uh, is? You know what beef on a weck is? No, I thought you were making that up. No, it's a roast beef sandwich, but it's on a weck. It's almost like a Kaiser with a... Is that a Ukrainian thing? No, no, it's a Buffalo thing. A weck. A weck, W-E-C-K. That's the name of the bread, weck. Beef on a weck. A weck is a bun. Okay. I thought maybe it was uh, Ukrainian. Try it next time you're there. Don't be so close-minded. I'll, I'll try You can even put some mayonnaise on I it will, to make you feel comfortable. Uh, sure. I'll be happy to try it. Sounds delicious. Uh, so, thank you also uh, to our wonderful producer, Kelly. Thanks to Ted Walsh and for decades of radio excellence. Thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. Ted, uh, next Sunday, should we do it again? Uh, absolutely. Okay. And well, then we'll, we'll do the show one day. We can't, we'll wait for our, our live broadcast from Buffalo. Yeah, there's, there's a, well, when but the we board... We can do it from the Anchor Bar. Which is the which is where the buffalo chicken wings were invented? Is that true or is that a mess? That is. And what, why do you? Why do you <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm banging your ears for. Of course, it's true. They were invented at the Anchor Bar in in Buffalo. Yeah, okay, says says the Anchor Bar. I'm yeah. telling you, look it up. All right, I'll look it up, and maybe I'll uh, have an answer for you next Sunday. I'm telling you. And of course, I can't end the show today without wishing a heartfelt happy 19th birthday to Haley from her mother and me. And her favorite sister, Abby. Seems like just yesterday when you were four and I was picking a sliver out of your finger, sitting on the front step, and much to your mother's surprise, you were not screaming like a little girl. You're very much loved, and we are all proud of the woman you've become. Thank you, Zoomers. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. See you later. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.